What is up, y'all? Welcome to the 5Q5K. I'm your host, Josh Williams. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe and welcoming environment for you to learn and begin to embrace what I've come to know as an actively improving lifestyle. We hope you're able to get out there and get active while you join in on our conversation. That being said, let's get to it. All right, what's up, guys? Back here with a close personal friend since like Dude, since like kindergarten, I'm yeah. back with Reed HD. Uh, how you doing, Reed? I'm doing good. How are you? Dude, I'm chilling, man. I'm glad to glad to be with you. Glad to be recording and glad to go for a run later on, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's ha- happy to be here. You know, when you said you started a podcast, I was like, that's, that's my guy from elementary school. I'm <laughs> definitely, definitely happy to support. So. Hey, dude, I appreciate it, man. Well, why don't you give the audience out there, give the people like a little background. Tell them about yourself and like where you've been and kind of give them their background in athletics, man, because you, you got a good background, man. <laughs> Yeah, so grew up in, I guess, Grapevine. Like, we went to Colleyville, but it's Grapevine. Um, grew up in Grapevine, um, played football since, sports since I was like six, but football was really my passion. Went to Colleyville, graduated, went to um, Boise State to play, played there for one and a half seasons, and I transferred to Duquesne University, a school in Pittsburgh. Um, went there for two years, and then, so I graduated in 2019. Uh, December 2019 and everybody knows you know right before 2020 yeah so <laughs> pandemic hit like the, the world shut thing. down I was like this is the worst timing ever um but a year passed and then in 2021 I played indoor football for a year up at Sioux Falls Dude. Sioux Falls Storm that was interesting because people always talk about like arena football and indoor football yeah, yeah. because you know like Kurt Warner and like people older like played it yeah yeah but like actually getting out there like it's insane like was, it's, it, was it like any football you'd played before? It, or was it totally different? It's so fast. Like everything's so fast. Like they play. So you know how like in the CFL, they have like the receivers who like sprint towards the line and then yeah. they snap it. Yeah. That's what they were doing. But like, imagine like, imagine playing football, like people running full speed in a parking lot. <laughs> like <laughs> It's a little scary, dude, man. <laughs> it's intense. And like, it's AstroTurf and like there's concrete under it. Like it's, <laughs> it's, dude. it's a lot more intense than people think. Had you ever been to Sioux Falls before that? I never planned on going to any of the Dakotas. Oh, no, you're good? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's burned you out on Dakotas. There was nothing. Respectfully, there's nothing up there. Fair. (laughs) That is fair. It's beautiful, but like I could never live up there. And then the winters are like negative 10 and stuff. So I, no. You were there during the summer though, right? Yeah, summer. Okay. So I got got out just in time. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect, man. So what what after that? Tell me what you've been up to. So after that, I came back. Um. Decided to stop playing football. And then I got into personal training. Awesome. Because, um, you know, obviously playing sports my whole life, fitness has been a huge part of, you know, getting better and wanting to be the best you can become. Um, so I was at home and then my mom and then her friend, Miss Tracy Kane, actually, Emily Kane's mom. Okay. Uh, they were looking for a trainer because they wanted to like lose weight and stuff. Oh, sick. Okay. And then she was like, oh, who could I, you know, I need to find a trainer and stuff. And she was like, well, why don't you just train us? Like you've been like trained by like fitness people like your whole life. Yeah. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll try it out. And it's really been, you know, I haven't really looked back. Um, I have about like 12 clients in person and then like three or four online right now. Nice. Um, so it's really cool, you know, learning each day and finding things. Cause it's really like you're a fitness instructor and then you're also like a therapist in a way. Oh, okay. Cause like just like talking to people and like continue like to motivate them and like they'll like give me like nuggets of like knowledge and I'll give them like stuff. So it's okay. It's a really cool dynamic because I didn't think I didn't I guess I didn't realize it when I was like 
being like the person being trained yeah. but now like that like the rules are like flipped i'm like oh okay this is actually it's actually a pretty cool dynamic that is cool man it's like almost like a little like a little bit of sports psychology bro. yeah like working them through like hey keep going keep going yeah. there you go man dude so kind of kind of walk me through like how that would work with a client is somebody just reach out to you and then do you kind of just go start meeting with them or what's that look like yeah so online what i'll usually do is like give my plan like 10 weeks and stuff like that and then if they want to then i'll jump on a zoom call and then go through you know like um health conditions you know how often do you work out how much water do you drink um do you have like any knee issues back issues stuff like that because since i'm not in person i can't really see what they're doing fair okay um but i use this really cool app it's called true coach and what it does is it'll so i can create each each workout and it'll have like a video attached to it whenever the day is over like they'll check it off so if they don't do it then like it gives them like an alert be like hey you missed a workout and they'll give me one too so you (laughs) you kind of know what's going on yeah so there's been a couple times where uh some of my clients like haven't checked off a day or like they haven't done it Mm -hmm. and i like text them be like like, hey how'd today go they'll be like how'd you know like do you have a a camera in here or something (laughs) so so it gives them like that extra discipline to like do the workouts in person it's a lot easier because you know they'll come over to the gym and then I like go, go through like a couple exercises, like squats, um, curls, RDL, stuff like that to kind of see how their, their body is. Okay. And then from there I'll base it off what they want. Have you noticed like for me, when I go in to try to lift weights, man, like, you know me, I'm not, I'm not a big dude. Like when I go in to try to lift weights, I'm like, oh man, I'm pretty nervous being in here. Is that kind of the common denominator with people that you're working with or do people come in with a level of confidence already? Um, I'd say, more so less confidence but then as we continue to go okay um they like their confidence starts to like building stuff because it's really just like me and them yeah well you're a good coach then yeah, yeah there you go yeah, man so, so it's, it's good building up their confidence and then you know everybody was like a beginner like i was everybody was gonna like be a beginner like once in their life so for sure yeah and you know it's all it's always that one person like you know you always have somebody that helps you along that way which i know exactly. we'll, we'll get to that later on yeah man. But, yeah um, well, so kind of tell me, like, I'll see you. I, I see some Instagram stories. You running hills, man. I see you yeah, like doing sprints, bro. You're going crazy. <laughs> tell me kind of like, how'd you get into running? Like, was it, what What did that look like for you? So running, I've never really had an issue with it. I know with football, there's a lot of conditioning and stuff. Yeah. And obviously it's not the most fun thing to do, but there was always a level of confidence I got with being able to like finish first. Like I yeah. always, every time I ran, even though if I didn't want to run, like I always wanted to finish first, whether like I'd pass out at the end, like I wanted to be number one. <laughs> HES field day, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> the blue ribbons. Um, Dude, I, was, I was a double sandwich kid back in the day. I wasn't getting blue ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> getting blue cheese, though. No. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, running, yeah. Running, yeah. So, <laughs> so I was good with, you know, running and stuff, I was always competitive. And then really when the pandemic started is when I wanted to get into like running more. For because sure. especially when everyone was like confined to like their houses, I was like the perfect way I can get out of the house is, you know, going on a run because I can't go to the gym, can't do any of that. So I just started running just like random places. Like yeah. I <laughs> just run up the street and then like make like a loop. I like map it out on Google Maps Okay. and figure out how far I'm going. There you go. And I start biking and stuff. But as I continued, like, start to do that, I really fell in love with 
just like the peace you get with it. For sure, dude. Cause like, there's been a bunch of days where like, and like whether like work's been like tough or you just have like stuff on your mind. Yeah. Just to be able to either go on a jog or like even just walking outside. Yeah. Just getting something about getting in the fresh air and like feeling like the sun like hit your face. Like it's, it's like relaxing. Cause you can definitely, you can get your mind off everything. And then I don't know about you, but like every time I get back from a run, even though I'm like tired, I feel so much more like energized. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like a rush. Like, yeah, oh, don't, it totally is dude. So I've, I've just really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I'm glad it's a blessing that COVID happened in the sense of it helped me find my passion of running. Dude, totally. I, th I think a lot of people through COVID kind of found like, kind of your, like you were saying like that, that dojo that you yeah, kind of go to. It and forced like, you to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's totally free. Like that's the thing. Like I, I know for me, COVID it base boosted my running too. Yeah. Like I was, I was sitting here like maybe going a couple of times a week. And like, I was, I wasn't mo like, I wasn't as consistent as I am now, obviously, but through COVID, like, you ain't got anything to Dude. do, man. You might as well. All right? you can do is run. You got to do it. <laughs> run man. or sit inside. Have you ever had any goals in running or is it more like kind of just, hey, having that time to be outside, reflect and like find mental peace? Like, um, When I was playing, I mm -hmm. did, but it was more sprints, like 40 yard dash, for sure. like 400 meter times, you know, or I do like two and a half, three miles and just seeing how fast I could do. And I try to get better like each time doing that just because I feel like conditioning is a huge part in your success in any sport that you really do. Totally. But now it's shifted more to just like clearing my mind for the most part. I try to get better each time or like stay kind of at that zone. For sure. But yeah, I really don't have any goals. Hey man, we're getting you out there for a marathon or anything? <laughs> what do you think? Like <laughs> There's actually a, a five or 10K or something in... They have a bunch I didn't even realize in like the DFW. For sure. But I think there's one in Las Colinas or somewhere Ooh. that I was thinking about doing that's coming up. Okay. So that'd be, that'd be pretty fun to do. Cause I've yeah. never done one of those. How are those? How is running like with all the people and stuff? It's fun, man. Like it, I, I don't know. I think the first time I went, like I was really like, for me, like, I don't know. I, I didn't come from a background where I was very confident in myself. Like I wasn't always very good at anything like that. So mm -hmm. I was like super nervous when I went to go do my first 5k. I went with a friend and yeah. he's like, bro, like there's no reason to be nervous. If it sucks, we'll just hang out and then we'll leave early. I'm like, okay, cool. So we go and it, it ended up like, it was a lot of fun, man. Like it, it's something about being in a community where I guess everybody kind of has that, that motivation. Right. And it's like, you'll see somebody that's like, going super hard. Like, I don't know, like doing a 5k that they're just sprinting or yeah. like somebody that like you can tell they're giving that a hundred percent. And it's just, it's motivating to see like people of all shapes and sizes coming together and like kind of having that common goal. So yeah. I don't know that I would, I would recommend it. Man. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. Like, yeah. and then you get a lot of free food, get like well, free gear and stuff. <laughs> hey, what, what can I say, man? It's good stuff, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I really like 5ks and like, especially like the gym you were talking about, you know, that energy just being like really infectious. And I think that's a huge part of you know like whatever you do in life for sure like you always want to be around a group of people that's going to help motivate you and push you like in the right direction because it makes it so much easier and like you'd be surprised at how many like ideas fire off and like the positivity and like your life just like completely shifts when you put yourself like in a positive environment is it the kind of thing for you like this this is something i've experienced tell me if you've kind of had it too yeah where when you're working out with somebody you're working towards a mutual goal so it's kind of like hey like I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to tell you how it is. And I'm going to tell you what, you, what I think. And that's kind of yeah. like, it's just a quick, like, 
way that you're able to open up to another person? Have you experienced that with like with football, with running, with training, with everything? Yeah, because like once you once you get in that that zone, like whether it's the gym or running or you know playing sports with somebody else, and you're like sweating and obviously it's like uncomfortable, like going through that like adversity with other people. I feel like it's so much easier to make like a connection. Like most of my most of my friends, like all throughout my life, have been from you know football or working out and stuff like that. Like it's all been geared towards you know athletics or fitness or like positivity because that's really what I try to pursue. And For then sure. you know they always say like you attract what you I guess who you are. So I think that's yeah I'd say yes. There you go. No, Connection I, I, is definitely I think that's awesome, man. You got to keep that circle like people that are going to lift you up and people that bring yeah. that positivity. Cause like, Hey, like what isn't it a thing they say? Like you're, you're like the five people you spend the most time with. So it's yep. like, you gotta have that circle be people Dude, that are boosting you. you crucial. Know? It is crucial. Well, speak of, speak of that circle and like people that are providing motivation for you, like kind of walk me through motivational figures you had in life. I know we kind of talked about it a little yeah. bit ago, but kind of take me through that. So I'd say obviously my trainers, um, Josh Wise, and then first was like Bobby Tatum, um, Jay Vlyne, stuff like that. But I'd say trainers, but my first person I'd say was, I'd say like both my parents. And they're very different in like their dynamics and how they go about it. Cause like my dad, you know, I'm like, he's very blunt and like to the point, he has like a good time, like jokes around and stuff. But I remember he always used to tell me, like, he'd be like, yeah, good job, like in your game and stuff. He's like, but you can do like X, Y, and Z better. He's like, but you like haven't like truly done like anything yet. I used to be like, why is he always telling me that? Like, why is why is he, why is he always? Why can't he be just like good job and just like keep moving? Mm-hmm. Um, but like as I got older, I realized, you know, life's truly not about getting to like a finish line. Like sure. it's more so like okay, once you get there, you know, there's like another finish line, or like you're climbing a mountain. It's like one step at a time. Like you get to this plateau, and it's like okay, like now your eyes are on like the next plateau. So I think that really helped a lot in the sense of never being like truly satisfied with, or getting complacent, I'll say. For sure. Getting complacent with your journey, because I feel like once you feel like you know everything, then your growth like stops. Yeah. And when your growth stops then you become stagnant and then it's just not fulfilling to me. And my mom's more of like the loving, caring person. And I think she really helped motivate me in the sense of just being confident in yourself and no matter what people do like around you, you know, always have that inner confidence of, you know, having that faith in yourself, having that, you know, determination, that drive and whatever happens, like you're going to get over it. Like regardless of the circumstances, every, every wall you see is like a speed bump and you're going to get over it. So there you go. I I liked, I liked kind of what you, you, both of them kind of had similar goals for you to see yeah. like, Hey, like keep pushing. And like, there's always going to be that next goal. Like just kind of keep, keep pushing in the journey, not focus so much on the finish line. Right. Exactly. Kinda- just focus on really focus on the best person you can become. I feel like you can always learn something from everybody that you encounter. My coach at Boise, Brian Harson, his motto of being blue collar and doing the work really doubled down on Obviously, like he said, like putting the work in and not worrying about what the outside people say, what like the noise is saying. Because regardless of if you're 
you could be like saving lives and like healing people and people are gonna be like oh he's he's fake he's you know what i mean like people are always gonna there's always gonna be like naysayers so it's yeah more so there's always that barking dog yeah you know? <laughs> it's it's ridiculous but you have to get to the point where you tune out that noise um and then just really just focus on what you want to do because if you worry about everybody else and you're never going to get to where you want to get to for sure and then another i guess kind of funny thing um that he always used to say was when we used to do conditioning he would always talk about never having your him and coach pitt was like the condition strength and conditioning okay. coach those he dudes all, built different strength dude, and conditioning oh guys my gosh they're <laughs> like pit bulls <laughs> they're, they're big too. yeah they are it's ridiculous i'm like how do you get that big <laughs> doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah uh, but he'd always say they'd always say like don't put your hands on your hips because like obviously when you're oh. on like the field and you put your hands on your hips like during a game like it'll be like oh, okay like if i see that and be like okay he's tired like it's over with so like, like your chicken baby right dude, like no matter every time i run or like do something in the gym even if i think about like putting my hands on my hips like i put them right back down <laughs> and like nobody's even like looking at me but it's just like ingrained in my brain to like not show like that the workout's like tough or like the i don't know i don't know it's just like a competition thing like in my head like a mental toughness yeah kind of exactly yeah, yeah. so anyway. yeah i'll probably always do that but yeah though i guess those are like the two biggest things that like stood out no, that's that's good, man. I think, I think that's funny. It's it's funny how ingrained in us like little things like and that. And it's like did. random stuff because I bet if like I told him that, he wouldn't even he'd remember it, but like he wouldn't have thought that it'd be ingrained in my head like it is. He'd probably put his hand on his hips and look back. <laughs> exactly, and, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. Well, I want to so kind of kind of the flip side of that coin, man. Because I see, I see you out there on, on Instagram, man, on social media, like. You're always putting out motivational content, like you're rippling that positivity out into the the social media ocean, man. So like, tell me about like, have there been any people that have kind of reached out to you, maybe clients or like anybody like that, that they've said, man, like you've had an impact on me and like the ways that you have, like, have you had that experience? Yeah. So when I first started like posting motivational stuff, I started at Duquesne because I was in kind of like a, a low point. Okay. Um, just like mentally and like, I was, I was fine, like on the field and stuff, but like mentally I was like kind of going through a little bit. Gotcha. And so I really started posting that for like me to like Makes sense. remind myself like, Hey, like you can do this. Like people go through stuff all the time. Like you'll be good. And it eventually like got me through that, but it was weird because the first time I got like a message that was saying, Hey, like, I hope you're doing well. Cause I'll like reach out to people like now and again, every now and again. But the first person that I reached out, they're like, hey, you know, um, I really needed this. Like, I appreciate it. I was like, dang, yeah. like, this is, <laughs> this is crazy. I think I was like, just starting. I wasn't even posting any fitness stuff. I was just posting motivational stuff, just like self-healing stuff. Yeah, yeah. And as like it continued and like I started getting like more people like reaching out, just like out of the blue, be like, hey, like, you know, I love your, love your Instagram, love your stories. Like they really help motivate me and get me through the day when I'm going through tough times. And I feel like that's the biggest blessing because something that I started for like myself, it's showing that, you know, it's impacting, you know, for sure. maybe like a handful of people or like people that don't even reach out. Like it's impacting more than I know, oh, totally. essentially. And I feel like that's really cool. It's a really good feeling to know that you're helping people get over that place that you used to be in. Totally, dude. I mean, I, for me personally, like I've seen, I've seen sometimes you'll put on there, you'll be like, did you get active today? And I'll be like, <laughs> 
I something happened in the morning. I didn't get a run in. Yeah. I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna get active today. Like, <laughs> salute, thank you. <laughs> but I, I think like that's awesome, dude. Because it's it's tougher for somebody that's starting to be like, man, like I just maybe don't want to even be seen. I don't want like I don't want to draw attention to myself. Yeah. But like sometimes that little word of affirmation and just that like, man, I see what you're doing. Good job. Or like, hey, yeah. keep going, man. Like that. That that means the world to people. And so. you and you think it's small or you think it's oh nobody's gonna care if you post something like that you don't know what everybody's going through like you don't know what their life is like they could have had the worst day of their life and if you post this one thing it could pick them up a little bit as opposed to you not posting it and then they go through something like you know i mean they just stay in that like low point i think people need to understand like what they post and like what they say like to like other people just like interacting like even if you're in a grocery store and you know, you're like, hey, nice shoes or like nice yeah, yeah. That, that shirt's nice. Like that could make somebody's whole day. That could change them from doing something like life altering. You know what I mean? Like it's for sure. You don't know the impact that every literally everybody has. You know, like when you when you give somebody like a little compliment like that, like yeah. you're just walking through the grocery store, like you said, like, hey, nice shirt. You see them like they kind of straighten up a little bit. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Like, this is a nice shirt. Yeah, yeah. And it like, I don't know. It it's if if you want to be if you want to see that change in the world like you want the world to be a more positive place you want people to lift people up more i think like what the quote is like you be the change you want to see yeah, in the world dude. so like that that's awesome man i'm glad that you've been able to be that change i mean see that change in yourself and then yeah. see that change in in the world man you're doing that's you're like up there with the top to your mindset so i, I like that, trying man. to man it's all about all about mindset i'm really big into mindset and growth and self-help and all that because i really think it's the difference in doing what you want to do and then staying like stagnant. Yeah. I, th- I think improvement, like when you're able to talk with someone about that improvement and kind of talk them through like, Hey, like I want you to be here too. Like that's something that, yeah. that I don't know. It, it, it matters. And it's kind of like we're saying like those ripple, those ripple effects, oh like you, you might think it's small, but it, it could be a bad person's whole day or whole world. So Dude, yeah, the energy is contagious. Are you, are you big into books at all? Yeah, yeah. What do you like self help books or? I do, man. What, okay. what, what, so I, which one are you recommend? And I feel in a recommendation coming up. I'd say, so I'd say my top, my top two are Atomic Habits by James Clear. Okay, that's a really good book talking about basically just like breaking down habits and talking about like the cues, like two habits um, and all that stuff. And then the other one is The Miracle Equation by Hal. Something. Okay. How something. Well, hey, I'm but, looking both these up, dude. Those those two books, like, I didn't. I was. I used to be like a person who read maybe one book a year, mm-hmm. but this past year we have like a book club at my job. Okay. And it got me into like reading, and I'm actually reading the Miracle, Miracle Equation like another time. Okay. And I, I never thought I'd read a book <laughs> ever again. You said summer. You said the summer reading challenge and oh like elementary. God. That's the end of it. Never, <laughs> never. This is random. Do you remember? Uh, I'm gonna name drop. You remember Olivia Nault? That name sounds so familiar, but she, didn't she read like a ton, bro? She used to lap that race, <laughs> and I I will always remember her for that because she used to read like the Harry Potter books in like two weeks. I'm like, you are intense. Maybe she was just lying. You know, she was just lying. <laughs> maybe, man. Maybe. But I was like, this girl is elite. She's read a whole library in, in one elementary school year. Bro, I remember there were those kids that were like, they would claim they were like speed readers. And like, I'll just, I'll just be honest with myself. I'm a slow reader and I'm Absolutely. fine with that. Yeah. And like, 
I, I, the way that I see it, like I'm enjoying the book like a fine wine. Exactly. Man. I, I told my grad school professors that, and they were like, "No, you got to read it faster." I'm like, "Dude, no, I can't, man. <laughs> like, you got to digest. You got to maybe read some words twice again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. read them over to actually like understand it." Those kids, it was speed read in school, man. I'd look at them and be like, "How, How are you doing that, man? Like, <laughs> you have lessons for that? There's no way you know what you're reading about right now." Yeah, like, there's yeah. no way you're retaining it. You're just, <laughs> like, just going, man. Insane. That's wild stuff, dude. I, yeah. I think one one book for me, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of like some good ones I've read recently, but I read, so I listened to the new, I've, I've been doing like like audio, audio book. Dude, thing, those are the best. In the car? Oh, it's easy money, dude. <laughs> oh. I listened to the new, like David Goggins book and the first. Can't hurt me? Uh, it's or the second it? one. It's, okay. Um, oh, he had a new, he has a new He book? just put out a new one and like the first one I liked, but like some of it was definitely like, just go hard and be hard, you know? Like that, I read his first The Can't Hurt Me book. Yeah. It's intense, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's like, I ran three miles on a, two broken legs. I'm <laughs> sitting here like, bro, I don't really want to do that. that just, it's actually like duct taping his shins. I'm like, I'm good, bro. Like, it's not a life goal. Like, I could just take a break. I'll, I'll get back when my legs are fully healed. Yeah. yeah like, it's right? not that deep. The, the new one, though, is like, I think you'd really like it. It's It's more like, the way you approach the day and he's kind of talking about like where he was after the first book and like as he got older and like okay i'm i'm still like two chapters to go so i don't i won't even there i can't give you spoilers because yeah. i'm done but it's it's a lot more about the mindset and the motivation that you use okay. as opposed to just like i'm a white knuckle this until i like just yeah. get through i feel like i feel like i like that better i did like from the first book when he was and this is like another thing i like yeah. say like in the gym <laughs> when he talks about was like 40% of your mental or something. He's like 60, 60% untapped or 40, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of the number. It was something like, I think it was 60. I think 60%, he's like, you use 40% of your brain or 40% of your potential, some, something like that. And you just let yourself keep sliding back basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or like you don't, you your body can go farther than you think it can. I think that's what he was yeah, talking about when yeah. he was in like Buds, is that what it's called? Yes, yes. In, in the army. But yes. yeah, he was talking about basically you don't use like all your potential. Like your body can go that much further than you think you can. Um, so I've used that like so many times, like in the gym. <laughs> Same, bro. I've used that with running, man. <laughs> like on like the last set or like the last like mile. I'm like, this is like 40% of my like my potential. Like I, I can do this. Easy. I can do this. Yeah. It's light work. Yeah. So, I, remember, I think it was right after I read that book, dude. I like, I it was just over the pandemic. And I think I'd gone on like, my longest run at that point had been like 15 miles or something. And I was like, dude, like I heard that I'm sitting here. I'm like, Oh, I could go out and just do 60% more right now. And like, I went for like a mega, like I, I don't recommend what I did here. But yeah. Like I went on like a mega long run and I had like a like hydration pack. And like, I was like, Oh, I'm just going to go forever. Cause I can go forever. <laughs> and I ended up having to like, I was, I was at home at that point. I ended up having to call my folks. I was like, yeah, like I'm gonna need you to come pick me up. I'm too far. It's too hot, and like, cause it was like right in the middle of the summer. Oh my <laughs> and I was gosh! Like, this is a bad call, man. Like, <laughs> 15 miles is in. Where are you even at, dude? I was like somewhere over in like kind of North Richland Hills area. Like I was just doing like a mega. Like like I feel like when you listen to that book, like everybody has like very like oh you want to like opinions on him. Yeah. You know, like some people are like oh I hate it. Some people love it. But like for me, I'm like this is motivating, dude. Like Absolutely. I want to do this. Like I'm gonna go run an ultra, but like. <laughs> Didn't, didn't life don't work like that how long is the ultra dude i mean so the the intro to like what they'll consider an ultra is a 50k well it's anything longer than a marathon okay but a 50k is like 31 and change that's like the 
the shortest ultra, like, yeah. which I've heard from guys that have done like 50 Ks that they're like, yeah, man, you don't think that extra like five miles is going to do a lot to you, but mentally it does a lot to you. And then like you go up from that, you do like 50 K 50 miler, hundred K, which is like 62 and then hundred miler, which I'm like, and then in the new one, like in the new book, he talks about this race. that's like 240 miles in like Moab, <laughs> Utah, dude, it's crazy. Like <laughs> you'd be running for an entire, like 24 hours. Dude, I mean, the, I think the one for they have Moab, to take a break. It's like a week, dude. Yeah, they have like a week to it do. Is, and they're like, yeah, you have a week to get through this. I'm like, huh? Like that's insane. That's dude. how you know it's intense. Two hundred. I couldn't even imagine two hundred miles, dude. I mean, well, I, for me, like I, I say, like oh, I'm probably not going to do that. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I've done the marathons now. I kind of want to try ultra, yeah. but like I'm, I'm, I'm patiently waiting yeah. until I feel like it's the right time. Dude, that's that's <laughs> a lot of running. Like I like running, but I feel like four, three to four miles, like my cap. Hey, and that's, that's a good, that's a good amount to run. Dude. Like five, 10. I'm like, I'm going to start having full body cramps and <laughs> it's, it's not going to be good. Hey, you gotta, it's, it's on your, what's, what's the training app again? Uh, true coach, true coach, man. You gotta, it's going to tell you to drink water, right? They're going to say, if you're cramping, bro, check off your daily water, right? <laughs> I'm going to click it so many times and be like, just stop running. So I can take a break, please. Stop, please stop. <laughs> Uh, well, so I want to kind of pivot that into like a question that I get asked frequently, like, why should I start running? What are benefits you see like of like cardiovascular, like activity in general, like kind of, kind of break that down. Cause I, I want your take from like a trainer's take, like, give yeah. me, give me what you would tell, like if I'm your client and I'm like, I, I don't like running, like, <laughs> give me, give me what you would use to kind of push me. So I'd say going. when people talk about, obviously cardio is really good because there's so many health benefits, you know, we were just talking about, you know, your mood changes, it gives you more confidence. Like your endorphins are like firing at that point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, helps your heart too. Yeah, dude, helps your heart. Like you lose weight and stuff and people get psyched out with cardio because they think it's, oh, I'm going to have to, you know, like what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. you're going to have to run like <laughs> a, a, a 5k, a 10k. Like there's so many ways to cardio that help you get those same type of results. So obviously, like aside from running, you have, you know, treadmill, incline treadmill, you have Stairmaster, you have, you know, assault bike, um, stationary bike, you have like row machine. Like there's so many options that can help ease people into getting into cardio. And I feel like once you actually do it and once you find it like enjoyable, I feel like that's really what gets people over that hump or that mental barrier of, oh, you know, cardio is just not for me. Okay. Because I know a lot of people... Um, you know, my parents, um, or like when I'm at the gym or something, if you want to like be on the incline treadmill, you can, you know, turn on a movie, like you can yeah, yeah. get on Netflix, like prop your phone up <laughs> and they have like, like little, the little holders now that hold your phone up for you. Yeah. yeah. And you can just watch something and you'll watch an episode and realize it's like, you've been on there for 20 minutes. And once you get like that confidence, be like, Oh, I can actually like do this. So that's easy. Then they'll be like, Oh yeah, this is fine. Like maybe I can go to like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. So it's just like gradual steps or even just like walking outside. For sure. Um, so I really think it's, there's a lot more beginner type of cardio as opposed to just going out and sprinting. If we're talking about just kind of getting you, getting you going, I mean, starting slow is definitely something that like, Absolutely. you don't have to sprint, man. Like your heart rate's going to get up like naturally as like you're getting used to that cardiovascular activity. So it's like, if you just go out there and like, find your slow, find your like all day pace that you can keep that all day. I think that's, 
like no matter what kind of cardio you're doing, like, cause if I went out and tried to row like super hard, yeah. I, I'd be cooked, dude. Like I don't, I don't do that at all. I don't. Rowan's insane. I, I'm not that guy, man. I see guys <laughs> in the gym doing that and I'm like, man, you're like, you're like yeah. an Avenger. How yeah. are you doing this? <laughs> that and like CrossFit and stuff is a whole different type of like beast. Those guys go crazy, bro. Yeah. Dude. Oh, well that like, have you heard of like the Spartan race stuff at all? I feel like I've seen it. So have you been seeing like those videos on Instagram where people, they'll be like in a small gym and yeah, they'll yeah. be racing and they'll do like oh. handstand pushups and like burpees and like all this, like it, it's like next level stuff. Yeah. But I think that's like kind of like the Spartan race. Is it? Yeah. It's like an obstacle course, but okay. running, but then you have to do, I know you have to do burpees. I did one with some buddies and yeah. Like, Bro, like my upper body for me ain't there. So I did a lot of burpees, bro. I learned what a burpee was that day and I did a lot of them. I was like, this is not fun, man. Ugh, that is a bad day to learn burpees in a race. dude. Oh my gosh. Well, I didn't know it was like the punishment. They're like, if you don't do whatever, oh. like whatever the obstacle is, which like one was like climb a rope. And I'm like, brother, I've never climbed a rope in my life. I get a few feet off the ground. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't get up. So then I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I'm just going to keep running. This is fine. And the guy goes, do your punishment burpees. And I was like, my punishment burpees, excuse <laughs> you me. You don't tell me about this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, where, where was this on the, on the manual? <laughs> you know, like, dude, it's crazy, man. And then like, by the end of the day, like I ended up, cause it's like after the first one where you have to do burpees. Yeah. It's not going to get better from there. No. And then they give you like a weighted no. bucket and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start the burpees. Yeah. Like the same, <laughs> the same happening. Dude. How, how many do you have to do for punishment again? Yeah. Yeah. Just, where do I go? Let me know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've actually seen, now that you said, I think I've seen that before and I've wanted to try it. I think they're having, I don't know if it's called the Spartan, but I have something saved on my phone Yeah, yeah. that I saw. Cause I want to try one of those. I, I feel like it'd be, be fun. good at it, dude. Cause like, if you, if you like the three to four mile range, yeah. like I think there's, they have a distance. Like I did a 10 K with my buddies. It was like, so it was like six miles and then like 20 or 30 obstacles. But if there's a 5k one too, which like, I think you'd be good at, cause it's all about that. Like, power and going fast yeah. and like sprinting it might even be called like a sprint or something but uh -huh. you should look that up dude I yeah think for you, sure you could you could rock and roll out there man <laughs> that'd be fun yeah yeah well one one final question i got for you man if i know we've we've hit a lot man i think we've hit a lot of good stuff for any beginner for anybody that's looking to improve like wherever you are yeah uh but last thing i've been asking everybody this if you could like if you're in a conversation with a, somebody that's starting, somebody trying to learn, or even yourself, man, if you're looking in the mirror, like looking at Reed, like before, I mean, you got to go back far, dude. Cause I remember when we were little, dude, you're playing every sport imaginable, yeah, but like, I was, yeah. go back to the Reed that's like a beginner and be like, Hey, this is something that you should know. And something that I think would help you. Like, what, what would that be? I'd say, I'd say two key words are faith and consistency. So I'd say faith because it's never, more times than not, it's not always gonna go your way. The path isn't linear. You know? Never, yeah. with whatever you do, there's always gonna be learning curves. There's always gonna be adversity. There's gonna be naysayers. You know, you're gonna have a bunch of setbacks, especially, you know, people always want big dreams and like big goals they want to be you know when you talk to kids they want to be like doctors lawyers like they want to play professional sports like they want to be great like no one a lot of kids don't say they want to be you know like lower they're like hey i'm shooting an average goal exactly like, they, they don't they don't say that like they want to yeah. be who they see on tv or like who they think is like great in their minds 
And that's going to come with a lot of, you know, like we were talking about like speed bumps and like roadblocks and, you know, navigating, you know, the pathway. So I think just having that faith that you will get over what you're going through. And even if you don't get to the initial goal that you're going towards, if you stay on that path and continue to have that faith that you're going to make it, it'll veer you somewhere that's even better than what you dreamed of. And then I'd say consistency. I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of people, you know, like we're talking about like running and stuff, people always fall off of their New Year's resolutions and stuff as we get to like the end of the year and beginning of the new year. People always be like, oh, I'm going to do like X, Y, Z. And then they do it for a week, two weeks, maybe like a month. And then they just stop and they just never pick it back up. And they always think that, you know, oh, like I haven't done it for a week. You know, I fell off for, you know, a couple of days or something like that. There's no point in doing it. You know what I mean? So I think consistency and just even if you have like those fall off days, like you take a day off when you were supposed to work out, just staying overall consistent with whether that's fitness, whether that's, you know, doing cardio, like walking and going to walking and running or even like academics and like life. Like if you have a job or in school, you have to stay consistent with say you have a test coming up. You know, you need to be consistent with studying each and every day or whatever you're study schedule is just staying on that path and staying disciplined in going towards that goal. I think that that paired with faith, I feel like it's unbeatable. For sure, man. Like I think at the end of the day, like, like you said, man, like God's got a plan for each one of us. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, like he's, his plan for us is like so much better. Like I, I saw a meme the other day that's like my plan for me. And it's like, like a, very normal car and it's like god's yeah. plan for me is like a super yeah. like lamborghini man like god's got a plan for you man and if you're willing to keep that consistency because and keep showing up like bring your lunch pail every day like you said like i think you said it was that coach of yours said like the blue collar mentality yeah. like bring that lunch pail every day and be willing to work like god's got that plan for you and like that work you put in is gonna get you where you need to be absolutely and i also one thing i do want to say is i think a lot of people cap their greatness that's like truly in them. And I think that really pairs well with, you know, consistency and having that unwavering faith because as people get older, I feel like their dreams start to like diminish and they gotcha. start to box their dreams in. So I really want to say like, truly believe in your dream and go after it 110% because all the people that you see that, I guess your dream is to be in their shoes or like accomplish what they have accomplished. They were once in your shoes. For sure. They just had unwavering faith and a crazy amount of consistency and discipline to get to that point. So don't cap yourself and don't put yourself in a box. They always talk about, I've seen this like a couple of times, they'll talk about a frog. Have you seen that before? They'll put like a frog in a box. No, nah, man, tell me, tell me so, about it. <laughs> so they'll put a frog in a box, you know, a new newborn frog and okay. they'll put him in and he'll jump he'll jump and he'll keep hitting the top. You take the frog out of the box and that's as high as he jumps because that's- Because that's what he's been that's trained he's, to Yeah, believe. that's what he's been trained to do. But then you gotcha. put it next to a frog who's, I guess, been out in the wild or something. <laughs> <laughs> down in the swamp, Yeah, down, down in the trenches. <laughs> he'll, he'll jump like two times higher. Yeah. And they're the same like species. They have the same abilities. It's just that box that he grew up in, they don't think they can do what they are capable of doing. Okay. And I really think that's talking about people's mental and like their mental blockage and their mental like glass ceilings that they always 
that they just think that they can't, they psych themselves out basically before they have a chance in showing themselves how really great they are. Yeah. That's, I mean, you, you're capable of so much more than you know. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know for you, like, did, was there a point that you're sitting here like, man, like, I'm really surprised I got to this point. Cause like, I've, I know I've had that, I've had that for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's, I mean, just like, yeah, like you'll, you'll surprise yourself. Like for the gym, for example, like you'll do, say you'll have like a, a PR or something like a, a personal record and you come back like a week later, come back like two weeks later and you can't get it, can't get it, can't get it. But then like some random day, say it'll be like, you plan to do like a lower body day and yeah. it's like bench press. You're like, oh, let me just try it. And you just like knock it out. Dude. It's just like, just like putting yourself out there. Cause like, if you fail, like you fail, like yeah, yeah. people, when you're failing at that level, people just beginning are yearning to be at the level you're failing at. You know what I mean? For sure. Like I say, they're, they're trying to get to where your PR is and you think your PR isn't like a lot. So it's like, it's all, it's all just like a ladder. And if you fail, just continue to keep going. Cause just I mean, keep getting up, yeah, there's man. people above you and there's people like below you just keep running your own race. Yeah. And you never know. Like, like I can think of like this morning, like for me, like I, I, I got up like way late and I was like, man, it's probably too hot to run already. And I was supposed to have a hard workout today. So yeah. I was like, man, it's probably already too hot. And then I just kind of like decided like, no, nah, I'm going to just go see what I got today. And I ended up like going a little harder than I thought I was yeah. going to originally. And I was like, okay, I'm glad I got out there. So you never know like what's right around that corner. And like, yeah. you never know, like, I don't know, like you never know when you're going to get out there and like, it's a windy day or like your muscles are healed and you got that PR in you, you know, like yeah. you never know when that's coming. So like keep giving yourself that chance to show up and get that PR. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, dude. What's go. the, um, what is the most recent time that you've pushed yourself? I guess like past your perceived like limits. Dude. Um, I guess. So I, I did a trail run like a few weeks ago uh -huh. and like originally like it was going to start pretty early and then there's a heat advisor. So like, okay, we're pushing it. We're pushing it to start like an hour like later. But then they were like, oh, actually, we can't do that because we don't have the park that long. So we're going to push it back up. I'm like, dude, it's just heat advisor. Are you kidding me? Like, you just said it was unsafe. But I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go to it and we were running and there was a guy that was in front of me. And I knew like, because in a race like that, I didn't know. You like, will change your shirt. You'll put on a vest. Like you'll put on a tank top, put on a cooling towel. Like you'll change so much. Yeah. That, like you can't really tell who's who, but you can tell with their shoes. So like, you know me, man, I'm a shoe guy. Yeah, so like, absolutely. I see the guy's shoes and I'm like, okay, I think this is the one guy in front of me. And we come, we come around. It's like a, it's a loop that you're doing. There's basically like these three, like kind of like stair steps, like pretty steep stairs. And uh -huh. I got to the second one and I saw the guy with the shoes and I was like, Oh, hello. I might be able to do something here. <laughs> and like, I, I just kind of put my head down. I was like, man, like, I'm not looking up at how tall this is. Yeah. We're just going up and we're going up until we're at the top. And then ended up, I ended up getting that dove, man. So that, Jets on. Dude, I, I was sitting here like, I, once I got done, man, I was like, man, I did not think, cause I've, I've had a few races where I've been like in the, like I've had the lead laid yeah. in or like the lead has been within grasp. Like I've seen the guy that's like right in front of me and I've just blown up and I think it's been a mental thing. But yeah. this time it was like, I just decided like, no, like I know this is going to be hard, yeah. but I'm getting it done. Good. That's <laughs> We're awesome. not doing it again, man. <laughs> That's awesome. I think you got to like, sometimes you got to push yourself through that. Do, do you feel the same way? You just, I feel like the biggest, the best performances I feel like I've had or like accomplishments I've had, they've always come when, they always talk about like the zone and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I really just think it's when you just stop thinking and just like 
go. Cause you, like you let all that noise get out of your head, right? Like you, like for me, like I just like blank out. Yeah. Like if I'm, if I'm like lifting or something, it's like the last like three or four reps or something, I'll just like blank out and yeah. then do it. Like sometimes I even like forget like how many reps I just did. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, or like when you're running, when you're trying to finish, like you're not thinking about anything. Like, oh, I couldn't even tell you what I'm thinking about on like runs. <laughs> like I just, I don't know. I feel like when you're truly at, in like the zone, I feel like it's when your mind just goes like at ease. And oh yeah. You're just going. You're just dialed. Yeah. Man. Like that was, I'll have friends ask me like, dude, like how are you going out and running for like multiple hours? And I'm sitting here, I'm like, dude, like, I don't listen to music like when I'm in training runs, but when I go to a race, I put the AirPods in and like, you'd probably be surprised. I put on like very light classical music and I don't huh. know, like I started that it's at one peaceful. race. It is dude. And like, I, I didn't know, like, I was like, ah, I'll just try to see how it goes. And like that race, I like kind of just locked in and like, I don't even remember like, like the, the <laughs> yeah. portion in between. I'm just like, Oh, I just kind of arrived here. Like I was on a roller coaster <laughs> and now I got off. Like, I don't know. It's weird to say, but it's crazy. When you find that zone, dude, it's like, it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. And it's weird <laughs> telling people because when you usually like, when you're going towards a goal, you want to say, okay, you know, look at the goal and execute against the goal. Yeah. But in reality, when you're going through it and you want to have your best performance, it's like, okay, when you start, don't think and just go. Yeah. It's like, don't think about what the goal is. Don't think about what time you want to run. Don't think about people around you. Just go. Just let it rip. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, th I think that's good advice. And like, I think everybody like can find that. Cause I, I think when I started running, like the, the first time I like finally let myself go slow and I made it like this little lap around my neighborhood, I was like, man, did some things. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, I'm sure for you, like first time you really hit the weight room, you're like, yeah, me like, okay, <laughs> dude. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Did you feel like that with 40s too? Is ever like a super fast 40? You're like, dude, I'm I'm on fire. Dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. So right before, so I was training at this place called uh Michael Johnson Performance. It's in McKinney. So it was I've like a bunch of, of I've definitely heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bunch of like they have like each NFL like draft class and stuff, like people training for the draft and all that. Okay. So we were doing that. Um like there are people who could like like fly like it was ridiculous <laughs> and it's like people in so like jerry judy was there oh wow um like jeremy chin for the panthers okay like it was dude. people who like had like burners yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they were fast um but th so they went to the, the combine or whatever and my thing was okay so when you go to the combine they have like laser times yeah but my thing uh, what i was banking on was you know pro days they have like hand time and it's like 0.13 or 0.12 slower than oh, like laser time hey that's that's a good amount that's, though. that's a huge amount yeah, yeah. so i was gearing up for like duquesne's pro day and stuff it was like a, a huge thing and covid hit okay so and it was like a week before my pro day so they said it was going to shut down and we'd actually ran up to collywood heritage okay and i was my plan was to film my drills and like running all my stuff and like get like the times. Was it all like you had to send it to a remote almost? At yeah. Point? Oh, yeah. Wow. Just, I'd send it to my agent and then she'd have to send it out to everybody. That's, that's wild, dude. dude. <laughs> Insane. And I was, I don't even know. I don't even think that was like, I think I worked out that day or something or the day before. Like I, I wasn't like prepared to run that day. Yeah. So we went out and the fastest time I ran was like a four, three, nine. 
I was like, nobody can tell me nothing. Dude, like, I'm, yeah, on top of the, I'm on top of the world. You said, I've, I've got like, like smoke on oh me. I'm going gosh, so fast. Dude. I was, <laughs> I was geeked. I was so excited. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'd say that was the time where I really like surprised myself. That was just a time I was like, okay, like, you know, it's going to shut do down it. sometime soon. Just, I don't have another day. Like this is the day I have to do it. So I just got down and just went. Had to do it, man. Yeah. Were you expecting it that day or was it just kind of like, no, yeah, okay. Was, yeah. <laughs> it was literally out of nowhere because um, they had like that month long, we had like stay in your house like up here. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. was, we had, my daddy got the news. He was like, yeah, we need to go up to the field like right now. Like, I, was like, in, man. I was like, all right, let me get my stuff. Let's go. <laughs> so it was like all in a span, like 10 minutes of when I found out, got my stuff, got to the field and then started filming and running. Dude, I think sometimes when you like, lock in you think about it too much that definitely you is psych like, yourself out yeah yeah you you think about like like i'll have people ask me like with marathons they're like how do you keep that pace for like 26 miles i'm like i really don't think about it like I, I look at my watch and i look like what my mile pace is yeah and i just try to do that because it's like at the end of the day man like if you think about it, all the little minutia like you're cooked man. yeah <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta go at that point yeah. no time for thinking in, in races and events and stuff hey well I'll say right here, man, no time for thinking for us, man. We're, we're about to go run <laughs> yeah, a 5K out here. Yeah, it's, it's getting a little cooler. We're going yeah. at a decent time. Um, we're in downtown Grapevine. Um, and, I mean, this is our stomping ground growing up, man. So we're going to go, like, I don't know. We're just going to probably run downtown, get a nice little 5K. I'll add it up to Strava and, like, map my run so, like, y'all can see where we went running in Grapevine and see kind of if you're here, man, get a taste of the city. Yeah, right? 101 <laughs> degrees outside right now. So it's – don't no. think about that, right? Yeah, right? I can't, can't think. Can't think. <laughs> just, just act. Just gotta go. Man. Just gotta go. <laughs> well, hey, I just want to thank you, Reed, for joining on, man. I know, like, growing up for me, I always saw you, like, in my eyes, as like the like the pinnacle athlete. Like, I know, like, every everybody has that at their school. It's like somebody that's like, dude, you're a freak athlete, and like, you motivate me. So, like, you were always that for me. So, I just want to say thank you for the motivation you provided me over the years, and thank you for. The motivation you just provided everybody out there. I appreciate it. Man, I, I appreciate being on and I'm excited to see your journey and, you know, going through running. Like when you reached out to me, I was like, oh, that's so dope. Like it's always cool <laughs> seeing seeing people you grew up with and seeing their past. I was talking about this the other day, seeing the journey that they choose to go on. And it's always cool seeing people, you know, choosing the route of the positive energy and motivating people and truly trying to like elevate themselves like when you talked about your podcast like how you're running and stuff i was like dude i absolutely have to get on because that's something i want to be a part of and someone i want to be around so thank you for allowing me to be on appreciate you and i think everybody out there is going to be better for listening to this man i appreciate it for sure there we go well hope y'all had a good one and we'll hopefully you're able to get out there and get active while you're listening to this as well and we'll see you out there next time have a good one guys peace <laughs>